I literally have an hour and 45 minutes of sleep. I've counted it since ladies' night. Uh, it so is, you're well rested. I am, I am, I am downing a bang, and uh, we're going to get this motherfucker out. So yeah. ladies' night just happened a couple hours ago, let's say. And uh, here we are, the morning, because we have other podcasts to record. We have two more, so we have to yeah. knock this out. And we want to give you guys something to listen to during the day and on your drive to PWCS. Yep. So, ladies' night... It's over. Yep. You want? How do you want to start? Like how it started? I, I guess. Well, how it's. I mean, like so, like the, why the event happened. That you mean? Yeah. Tell me why. Tell me about my idea to run an all women show that you stole. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, if it did bad, I was gonna say it was your idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I just I wanted to try it. Um, you know, I Ooh. would like if if things went well, I would like to run. You know, more shows a year. But, in fairness to our partners at PWCS, I can't run an anarchy show more than once every other month, as it is as an anarchy show. Because that's, I mean, that's blatantly stepping on PWCS's toes. That's yeah. putting another show in the building the same month they run. Mm-hmm. So that's not fair. I will say I like not having to tear down. Oh, yeah, that's great. That used to be what was great. That was maybe the one good thing about the double shots. Oh. That we didn't have to set up and tear down the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, so the original concept came because like I'd like to run more than six shows a year if they can do well, and I think well you know there's never been an all female show in St. Louis. It would be different from PWCS. Like Anarchy and PWCS are different, but like it's still wrestling show that uh, you, you know, don't want to make people choose right. And so if you can make them completely different then you're not putting the fans in that position. We're not stepping on his toes, and that's fair for everybody. So there's never been an all-female event in this area, so that's why I was like, well, it's different than what he does. We can do it on back-to-back nights, and, well, let's try it out. Uh, so that that's why we did it. And I, I wanted to see what, that, what it could do, an all-female show in St. Louis. Because, you know, Shimmer's successful. You have Shine, you have Rise. All these good all female promotions, so yeah. wanted to give it a shot uh, and show that we, you know, support women's wrestling. We don't have a ton of women's matches on our normal shows, so I wanted to show that like we do support women's wrestling, and this was a way to do that. Yeah, we've been more of a general intergender, like we really, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, we've never them. had. We have had female female matches. We've yeah. had a lot of them. Uh, we also had female male matches, but we've had probably more. I'd have to look at like our result history, but I, we've we've had more intergender matches. I think. I think. I think we've had female robot matches. Like we get weird. <laughs> robot versus robot. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's real. What's your fetish? We got it. Bro. Yeah, we will book it. Uh, so yeah, it went well. Yeah, and uh, so we did have the two cancellations. The first yeah. one was Brooke Valentine. Uh, she has put out like she, it was, it's like a pool groin. She had. So she had to miss the show, so we replaced her with uh, Billy Starks, um, and then Hudson Envy, the day before the show, was at the gym and hurt herself at the gym. and Which sucks. So unfortunately, she couldn't make it. So, the, so I guess the first thing we need to t- touch on is why we went with Gary. And not another female. No, hold on, brother. Let's. Uh, you don't. You don't want to start the day of. You want to start. No, we'll start here, and then okay. this because this was the day before, and then we'll okay. go into the day. Huh? Oh well, the day before I fly in so that I can make sure 
uh, that we have people for pickup and everything. Yep. There he arrives go. on an aircraft. Yep. <laughs> a flew beautiful, it myself. beautiful bird. Yeah. Flew in. Goddamn fucking <laughs> Millennium Falcon. I was pulling at its feathers and fucking driving it everywhere. Uh, so, you know, Hudson had to pull out, I believe, at three o'clock. Coming up on three o'clock on a, on Thursday. Three a.m. No, three p.m. Oh, so about like half the day gone. Twenty-seven hours before the bell. Twenty-seven and a half hours, something like that. And she was in. A high-profile match. Um, when I booked this card and did the budget, I couldn't go crazy with this. We couldn't bring in every high-level name female talent because we had never done an all-female show before. We had no idea how this was going to go. I pushed for Victoria very hard. So we did, I couldn't do it because... I, I'm not, rather it's one of our normal fucking shows, or an all-female show, or an all-whatever. All-robot show. An all-robot show. I'm not willing to risk the company for one show. Mm. That's why, again, gonna beat that drum with no investor or financial backer. I have to be careful. I can't book four, five, six names on a show. Because there's not going to be anybody there to help out if it goes fucking belly up. Um, so with this one, I looked at it and uh, we had Kimberly, who's you know coming off NXT. She's been around for years. We had Kylie Ray, who's probably one of the hottest agents. Hot, she's not free agent anymore. Right, the hottest fucking act in wrestling, maybe. Uh, Marty Bell, who's done been on TV to Impact. Telemundo, right. which you can listen to her talk about on the uh, upcoming Marty Bell podcast. Yep. And uh, Hudson Envy, who's been around and well-traveled. And Shotzi. So, Fuck you, Laney and Allie. Well, everybody, well <laughs> but everybody else yeah. are up-and-comers who are out fucking killing it and getting their name out there and hungry and fucking work hard. And that's what Anarchy's about anyway. Yeah. So you had... Some of the national level known girls, and then you had these other girls. My point is, Hudson canceling means one half of the one of the marquee matches is out, mm-hmm. uh, and so to replace her would mean having to fly in a girl because all the local St. Louis if we girls can find are booked. One. Yeah, if you can find one, and then those flights are going to be astronomical. Trust mm-hmm. me, I know. We can dive into that real quick. Go on. So the the bit you seen me tweet about a mistake I made that cost the company around right at four hundred dollars um, with tax. I have booked I don't know my God probably one hundred fifty two hundred flights since we've been doing anarchies, mm-hmm. and I've never fucked them up mm-hmm. ever. And I looked at Kimberly's flight on Monday just to double check when she arrives, and I realized she was arriving at eleven forty five p.m. Oh, <laughs> where I had fucked that up, booked a PM flight, not an AM flight. Uh, we booked that flight through Priceline. Uh, they wouldn't help. There was nothing they could do. I mean, you wanted to change literally every aspect of it. You wanted to change the person, <laughs> yeah, the, the day, no, the flight. I all I, I go. So you can't just put her on an earlier flight. Like I don't want to change the passenger, the day, nothing. Just, just the time. Er, just the time. An earlier flight. They wouldn't do it. Which means I had to book a whole new one-way flight for her because she went to Chikara today. Yep. Which Alley Cat is currently driving to Chikara, so <laughs> heads up, props up to Alley Cat. And uh, 
So, you know, one-way flight uh, three days before the event. A little pricey. Yeah, it was very expensive. So, you know, we couldn't afford to do that again Mm -hmm. one day before the show. So people who, you know, would pitch like Sue Young. I love Sue Young. Sue Young Mm -hmm. is a flight. (laughs) That would be expensive. So... I so, talked to uh, Marty about uh, the girl Thorne mentioned, Zoe. Uh, yeah. But again, that was when it was before we had booked Billy. Right. And then we had to book Billy. But like, yeah, the day before the right. flight well, and, and that, and, and it's we needed, not possible. And we needed a marquee match. Yep. And no offense to like any girl nope. that's not like a big name. Like this isn't like a shot at anybody. But Or is it a shot at everybody? We just, we needed a marquee match. So just bringing in someone to give an opportunity to, which is something that I do all the time, doesn't work for this particular situation. Yeah. So our options were either A, we do a six-match card, I put Kylie in with Kimberly and Alley Cat, and we have a triple threat main event. Or B, I we do one intergender match, and it is her against Gary. I left it up to a fan poll. And I was going to go with the results of that poll. And if the poll was close, like if it was 50-50 or 60-40, we would have went with the six-match card regardless. Because I would have felt that it was close enough to where we stick with the all-women 100% and go with the six-match card. But it was pretty close, right? No. Oh! (laughs) It was uh, 82%, I think, Gary and her got 82% of the vote. 5,000 votes. No, it was like, I don't know, 250, 300 votes, somewhere in there. Okay. Uh, so we went with that. Uh, and we'll go into later on why why I think that was definitely the right choice. Um, so rolling into the day of the show. We, I, we I come do, get you at yeah. nine. Yeah. I'm we, here at eight because I, I actually haven't slept for the last two days. Um, well, Matt, you didn't sleep the day before a ladies' night, so... I didn't sleep last night, really, either. Oh, well. More right, than so, you. Oh, let, let's, yeah, let's, let's not see whose dick's bigger here, brother. It's ladies' <laughs> night. Put that shit away. Uh, uh, yeah, so, like, I get you. We go to the airport, and we pick up Angelus Lane, who mm. will be our special guest commentator, yeah. as one of the last remaining original women of Anarchy. Yeah. It was really important to her that she be here for this. Yeah. She took it very seriously. She had a lot of notes. She did way more work than Gabe does because Gabe doesn't book me for Journey, you piece of shit. He doesn't listen to this. It'll, nah, it'll be fine. It'll he be fine. He doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really amped up right now because I'm also chugging energy drinks. Uh, yeah, um, so we pick up her and Kimberly. Yeah, because we have to... And then Kimberly's flight is delayed like almost in uh, 45 minutes? Yeah, about 45 minutes. So we have to like wait... Because it was originally it was like almost back-to-back, but like we have to wait 45 minutes, which isn't a problem. We've known Lane for years, so we just... We just Oddly, she didn't talk to us at all. No. Yeah, it was real weird. She just like looked at us mean. Uh, she, she kept saying like under her breath, like this is your fault. Yeah, we uh, we we get them. We go to the venue. Um, go to Chipotle. Well, yeah, we got to go through every fucking we, detail. First, we go to Chipotle. <laughs> then we stop and get gas. Then we go to a Target real quick for some tissues. Yeah, uh, we get to the venue. Setup's easy. A lot mm-hmm. of people helped out, so we thank you for that. Even. Like some guys who yeah. who knew they weren't going to get on this show, like they were there and helped out, so yeah. we appreciate that. Um, the two that stand out in my head are Kenway and Micah, and yep. Alpha and Omega were there. Yep. So thank you guys. Um, there were a lot more, but like, I'm sorry again. You know, not a lot of sleep, and that those are. Who well, I don't. Know, 
know most people that help set up. You don't know anything. <laughs> I'll look around and go, I always, like, I'll be like Tommy or someone that... Yeah, you know, Tommy. And I'll lead in and go, I don't know who most of these people are. Like, But, <laughs> but it's good because it just shows people... Because, like... I mean, my I mean, maybe that's an asshole type thing because I should know everybody. But um, make sure you brother my, brother. My point is, there were de- like there were it, new people. Then. My, well, my, uh, the days of setup where it was me, you, Gary, Lacey, my brother. No, and that's it. So like to and have Lacey some, had a phone call. Yeah, Lacey would get a ticket call. Uh, the so to have all these people there who are wanting to help out and set up and be seen, like that's good. It, it, it's a good thing and. It's a way different than what it used to be, mm-hmm. you know, years ago. And we appreciate and we remember who's there because people have gotten on the shows yeah. from doing If this. I see you there enough times, you're going to get on the show. You're going to get on the pre-party. Uh, if you're ready. So, I guess we'll just move into, like, the card. I mean, everything, I mean... Uh, anything? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything important happened. Uh, we recorded the podcast with Marty. That's kind of the yeah. only thing we did. Yeah. And that was really fun. That'll be coming out. Uh, I'm going to warn you now in advance. She's a very fiery individual. So, like, the, the like right now, the, 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 the phone is propped up a bit. But Marty, it was on the table. And she kind of slammed her hands on the table a couple of yeah, times. you're going to hear some... Uh, you're going to hear some, some banging and clanging. Yeah. Um, we're also... We're filming today with Connor... We're filming today, or filming, recording today with Connor, yep. recording today, hopefully with Wyatt, mm-hmm. and we're gonna rec- we recorded last night at the end of all the show the uh, first Carload edition. Yeah, so, it went great. Yeah, I thought it went well. I thought it was fucking I, funny I, I, as shit. It's all over the place. I'll so be ready. Uh, <laughs> I love Kayla's background. She's like, "You fucking asshole!" Yeah, I mean, Stop it, jerking each other yeah, off. It's Let's all, get out of here. It's all over the place, but yeah. we had a lot of fun. Uh, we don't know which one we're going to release first. You'll hear us say on the Marty one that it's going to be that one, but it might not. We'll just kind of see what we decide uh, to podcast do. Podcast subject to change, right? Ah, so, so we should have called this thing. Damn it! <laughs> change it <yeah>. all. <laughs> um, so well, let's roll into the card. Uh, okay. I'm not going to go into extreme detail. Before, on all was these. there any woman you tried to get that you were unavailable? I think that's like the only no. question people I think would have. I don't think so. No. I mean, other than me begging you for Victoria or Lita. Well, yeah, because we can afford that. Um, no, so I fuck your rules, man. Everybody, everybody <laughs> that we reached out to, we were it was able to happen. So. Okay. Um, I can't think of any other questions anybody would have. That would probably that right. No, yeah, that's about it. So let's roll into the card. All right, roll into the card. Uh, the First match, Savannah versus Tootie. Yeah. Se- or is she Seishin now? Yeah, I think she's just doing the Seishin now. Okay, I like her mask. It's a good match. Yeah. I, they've worked together a lot. Uh, Trained together. You know, Savannah's, she's gotten really good. Tootie, Tootie's like one of those um, baby faces that's easy to like. Mm-hmm. So she's got a went, cool look. She's got cool moves. Went well. Yeah, um, she does karate. Sure, she legitimately does. Yeah, karate. I know she legitimately does karate. <laughs> yeah, she, she can fuck you up for real. If she needs to. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, that, they had a good match. Uh, it's nice. Like I mean, I we used Savannah and NWL, so kind of gotten to see her progress over time. When she's done that, like she does, she works some heel now, which you know when she first started could have never worked, but yeah. now she's able to do that because she's getting more seasoned and uh it was a good match yeah uh, i got to watch some of the card not all of the card how much did you get to watch i got to see this 
From this card, I actually—I mean, I seen most of it. Okay, I got to watch this from the midway to the finish. I think I think for Tootie, the fucking uh, code red is a really good finish for her. Yeah. I've never seen her miss it off. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Yep. Uh, the second match was Sophie King and Valentina Loca. Another yeah. good match. Uh, so I told Sophie this like this was probably the first. This was the first time I'd ever seen Valentina Loca wrestle. Yeah. Uh, I seen like a little bit on video. She's good. I like her character. I think she needed to be more vocal, but I, yeah, I, I, I think I didn't offer critiques. That, that so, will come with time. Listen to this. But um, Sophie's improved a ton. Yeah, absolutely. It's cool to see somebody who was once in the audience, like it's another audience member who's transitioned into a wrestler, mm-hmm. makes me feel old. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. Well, I mean, I'm 28 and you're what, 34? 35? 35. 35. You're 44 years old. Shut up. <laughs> I bleach uh, my hair. <laughs> but... So that's always cool to see somebody mm-hmm. who was once a fan, you know, train and get to wrestle on the show. And I thought Sophie did a good job. Yeah, she's, she's improved a lot. I, I, I mean, it, I don't want to sound like we're putting her over more than Valentina. It's just I have seen more of Sophie's progression than Valentina's than what I've seen of Valentina Loca. But I thought that Valentina Loca did a great job. Yeah, what I liked is like no woman on this felt the same. Like sometimes you go to indie matches and you're like, uh, they like, you know what I mean? Like, right. No, I, I get what you're saying because yeah. like that's what a lot of people say about anarchy. Like that the roster is different. You have guys that look like Gary. You have guys that look like Larry D. Beef Durden. Like just different looks. Me, like the Chip Buddy Shepherd yeah. gimmick, and then you have like yeah guys like Chip. Best like people have different looks. Mm-hmm. Where a lot, some indie shows, like, everybody just kind of looks the same. Yeah. Uh, and and I, we kind of got this, we got that with this show, but I, I wasn't really done on purpose. I purposely do that with Anarchy and the way I book talent. Yeah. I didn't necessarily purposely do that with this, mm-hmm. but it ended up, like, coming off that way anyway. Because yeah. you did have a lot of different uh, styles and looks on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I was going to say was, like, I liked Valentina's... Uh, in ring gear and they're like uh, not uh, yes but like, entrance gear yes yeah thank that you. was good yeah like so i think she she really stood out yeah, she has I, a very good character yeah like she like her look like what she puts into that look like with the gear entrance her gear hair? yeah, yeah. i mean all of them so yeah like this match were two people who like they're, they're improving as wrestlers and but they both have uh, strong characters, mm-hmm. and that and once they're wrestling, not I mean, I'm saying they're bad, but I'm not someone. You hear that, uh, Sophie <laughs> Valentina? He's shitting on you. I'm not someone though. I mean, I'm very honest. Like I'm not someone who's gonna sit here and go that all these people are are 15 of the best wrestlers in the world. No, not not not, not everyone's up to there yet. Were there 15 people on the card? Uh, hell, I don't know. I'm just making the You're same not good at math. But, How are you in charge of the money? <laughs> but um, what I'm saying, like, there yes. are people who can get there, and they already have the characters. Their wrestling has gotten ton better, mm-hmm. so they can get there. Um, I think everyone on this card, no matter what they did, showed um, uh, uh, progression, and uh, I'm losing my words. Jackson, I'm losing my English. Um, I don't know. You're on your own. I don't and, know what you're trying to say. Like... Uh, they they um okay hold on a second we don't got time for you to figure out how to talk <clears throat> and they and they and they and they showed like uh per chance to keep improving 
I think, yeah, okay. So potential. Thank you. That's the P word I was <laughs> there looking for. Go. Good God. You can tell me we haven't slept. Yeah, I, I lose English when I don't sleep. <laughs> All right, match number three. Marty Bell versus Marty Bell and Tony Stark. Billy Starks. Nope. So a little bit of Anarchy news here. Billy Starks will return to Anarchy on Friday night, May 24th. She will compete in the pre-party match, which will be a trios match, an intergender trios match. I'm not giving away yet who's on the other intergender team. It'll be someone that was on the Lady Knights card before you even... Don't start. It's not Kylie Ray or Kimberly. It's going to be... They had the pre-show. Yeah. yeah. But we are going to have one of the females back from Ladies Night to team... So it's going to be the Diamond Dogs and Billy Kay mm-hmm. against Lethal... An unknown team. Against, even though you just said it. No, so. Lethal Injection yeah. and then someone else. And then a random person. No. We, You're we, just going to pull them out uh, of the hair. Yeah. I, I, it's going to be me! No. <laughs> It'll be one of the talents from Ladies Night. So. Yeah. Uh... This was a good match. Uh, Marty, I, I, I love Marty. She's super fun. She's 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 a good person. Mm-hmm. I like to fuck well, with Marty. Yeah. <laughs> I like to pick on Marty, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a good match. Uh, Billy Starks, or what she got over Space Jesus. Yeah, with I, a name like that, how do you not though? Yeah, I guess you have to so. tr- you have to try really hard with the moniker of Space Jesus not yeah, to get over. Yeah, so she she did great. Yeah. The crowd really embraced her. Um, she will be back on May 24th and, you know, also Sarah popped me when she announced her cause their hairs were the same. She goes, and my little sister, <laughs> I laughed for that. Yeah. Sarah did great too. Uh, it, it's one neat thing for me is I watch a lot of footage. So like I do my job in that part. Like I, I scout talent. Yeah. You watch basketball. But, Keep going. Oh, right now I am. I'll, you'll see me today at this PWCS show wearing my Ben Simmons jersey a red fucking 76ers cap, and 6.30, I'm going to be on my phone watching Raptors and 76ers. You bastard. So, right, yeah, right now it's mostly basketball, but I do my job in scouting. Mm-hmm. But what was neat about this show is I got to watch these matches and go, okay, how can we incorporate some of these? Because it's impossible to get everybody on the show. Yeah. So, like... While I thought everyone did a good job, mm-hmm. I don't think there was a talent on this card that I wouldn't bring back. It's impossible to bring them all back mm-hmm. for every single show. Yes. But it was neat to sit here and look at some of them be like, okay, how can we incorporate some of these girls into what we do every show? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I did during this show. And I have some ideas. I'm not going to talk about all that, but... Uh, no, no, tell us all the future storylines. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Billy Starks will be there on May the 24th. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back to discuss Gary and Kylie Ray right after nothing. Yeah, because we're yeah. not going to do it. Yeah. No. <laughs> all right, that saved well enough. So here we go. Let's go round two. We have no food for thought because well, well, no, we have no thoughts. A, yeah, this is a fast release. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so Gary, Kylie Ray. Terrible. Uh, horrible match. No. <laughs> this was something else. Like... Uh, I, I remember saying, when we were all talking about March, I said, you know, there's never a bad, there's never a bad thing to have a big moment like we got with Gary and Nick Gage, like mm-hmm. those big fucking special moments. But if you had to say anything bad, it's like, man, you might not ever ca- capture a moment like that again. They don't happen all the time, and you can't create them. Yeah, like you, know, you can create them, but. You create them by booking that match and going, oh, I think the uh, fans are going to 
really dive into this. Yeah, because if you force it, like it's gonna, you're you're gonna know it's been forced. Right. Yeah, you can't force the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck. Like we end up getting that again with this. Um, we get it every show. You got to show up, God. Uh, Kylie Ray, fucking, was over, and uh, it was unbelievable. Yeah. She comes out. Gary comes out. Of course, to a hero's welcome, um, and the atmosphere at the beginning was good. Well, it was great, and then like when Gary. Hit her, hit with that forearm. That first one, yeah, you fucking yeah. destroyed her, and the fucking crowd erupts, mm-hmm. and then boos him. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, they're booing Gary in Spalding Hall, yeah, and they proceed to then tear the house down and have just a fucking great match. But really, it's everything after the match. Uh, you know, Gary puts her over. Gary puts her over on the mic, and she's obviously emotional about it. And like, so she's in tears. And you know, there's some neat backstage stuff to this that I'll tell. Like, she comes to the back, and she's just, you know, she's emotional about the whole thing. And it, and. I know that we always joke around and like Gary will say like, oh, I live with the booker. I get to do whatever I want. But I don't think it should be under, like it shouldn't be understated. Like Gary's a special talent and, and it proves that and that she was that emotional, which transitioned to the locker room that Gary said those things about her, that that really like meant something to her. She was a nervous wreck before this match. Mm-hmm. And that's because Gary has a reputation of being good. And the fact that he put her over like that on the mic and that really meant a lot to her, which really shows how special of a worker Gary is. And then there's rest like wrestler stuff in there, like manipulating the audience and that. I'm not going to get into details on that. Yeah. You have to watch the secrets of pro wrestling from 1994. (laughs) Yeah. But like, just the emo- and that is anarchy. I know that's another fucking drum I'll beat all the time. That you, I don't know. I don't, there's no other way to say it without almost sounding dickish in a way. So, but I'll just like that's the kind of shit you only get in anarchy. Are, are those moments where people are so emotionally invested in either the character or the match, and that's what happened with this. People were. When that small package hits for the finish, that whole fucking building comes up out of their seats in pure emotion of that moment. Mm -hmm. And that is what this promotion is. And that is like what you're not going to get anywhere else. You will see great matches other places, but that emotion, that atmosphere is exclusive to anarchy. <laughs> like, you have the copyright on it. Well, well, no, it's like you can, it, it just doesn't happen. And, and that, I, I don't know why. I don't think it's anything I do. It's just the, the, I think it's a lot of things you do, but it's the, it's the, I don't know. just that moment. And I, I'm sitting there thinking, Holy fuck. Like we, this is another, this is on par with the Nick Gage, like shit. Yeah. Like it was unbelievable. 
And, uh, yeah, so like, it transitions into the locker room, and she was really happy, and, mm-hmm. you know, she thanked me for having faith in her to put her in that match, and I was like, look, I had never met Kylie Ray or even spoke to her before this. Uh, I mean, outside of the email that I booked her on, we have never met. So I tell you, I've seen enough of her stuff to know she's good. So it wasn't me taking any risk. I knew this was going to be good. Yeah. Uh, but I did say to her, I go, you know, you're going to go on after this and do huge things. And this is going to be a blip on the fucking map for what you're going to go on to do. I go, but like... Thank you. Getting people to boo Gary in Spalding Hall, I go, don't take that feat lightly. Like, like that doesn't happen. Uh, Nick Gage didn't get Gary booed. There were people who cheered Nick Gage mm-hmm. and people who cheered Gary. Kylie Ray had people who cheer Gary, who were on their feet for his entrance, booing him and wanting to see him lose. Yeah. And that... Should not be taken lightly because I'm not in Spalding Hall. I'm not saying that Gary's Hawk Hogan running wild over the oh, entire, brother, brother. <laughs> entire world and like he's the most over athlete in the whole business. I'm not, but in Spalding Hall, he is. And she got people to boo him and want to see him lose. And I'm not sure there's another wrestler in the world. I mean, I, I don't know that could do that. Yeah. I haven't seen it until last night and she, and on top of that like this this lady like this is not a character with her like she is super positive super motivating like she is a good human being and that's gonna make her a shit ton of money but it's also we had a lot of kids in the crowd last night yeah. and we don't we didn't promote this show to kids like we're even this show there was cursing and everything because it was an anarchy show mm-hmm. but it's really neat to see how many people brought their kids and it wasn't just people bringing their daughters like there was that which is also super cool oh yeah but it was like dads bringing their little boys and like to see that like to see an all-female show plus care (laughs) but but to see you know to see that that's really fucking cool Mm -hmm. and this match was everything and more man like i go out of your way to find this match (laughs) yeah I, i i knew it would be good you have two good wrestlers in there, so it's yeah. gonna be good. But it, it, I, uh, I was I DM Klein earlier. I'm sure he's listening. So I told him I go that match. That was probably a top five match in the history of the promotion. When you're taking the match plus the atmosphere, mm-hmm. and it has one fucking big thing. That was a top five match in the history of the promotion. And even though if this, I didn't know if this show would get us that. Knew it'd be a good show. Uh, the attendance ends up being be- way better we'll than what get I to thought. That. But yeah. to get a moment like that, I wasn't necessarily expecting that. And we got it. No, you forced it. <sighs> Let's take a breath. Because, yeah, that was <laughs> that was great. Uh, the real question I know a lot of people have is, where was Gary's mom? Yeah. You just couldn't do it. Like, not, I not feel, today. I didn't feel it was appropriate. Yeah, he's um, got other things to do on the show now. Like, I, this show was about the females and um the talent the females and like the female talent and people watching the stream would have no idea what Gary's mom the whole gimmick was so mm. for longtime fans it would have been a neat little pop for them but for the overall umbrella there's a lot of people listening to this probably don't know what Gary's mom gimmick right. is so yeah 
It, it just wasn't appropriate. Yeah, I, it's I an old anarchy know. gimmick that Gary had. He had his mom and dad with him for a while. Yeah. And then Davey Richards told him to stop. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was... Well, I, I made the decision I know, to I'm pull just Gary's mom off. I felt Gary would never be taken seriously. Yeah. 100% seriously as mm-hmm. the champion with that gimmick. Yeah. So, anyway. We uh, move on to intermission. That was great. We had to run it long because Kylie's line was so long. Um, yeah, she was like, as the, as the next the ma- fucking door. As so, the, match was, the next match was going, yeah, she, she was still, still had people. people. Yeah. Never said she still had like three people in line after the long intermission. Mm-hmm. I had to go up to Paul and be like, hey, we, we can't come back on time. Like, her line's almost out the door. Like, it'll look really fucking weird. So, that you know, Powerbomb's always Independentwrestling.tv. Like, yeah, fuck, I fuck that up all the time. Uh, we all do. Like they, Sorry. They were cool with it. So, yeah, yeah a longer intermission because her line was big. Um. So yeah, we come back from intermission with Elena Black versus Rain Victoria. Um, you know this one had some bowling shoe quality to it. It was ugly. It was, and this, you know, it's what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, Elena Black's had ten matches, so she's still learning. Yeah. Um, and I told them after the match, like, I don't give a fuck about the moves. Um, the moves aren't important to me. I care about the selling, the character stuff. Drawing emotion from the audience. Mm-hmm. And I told her, you work on that. The moves will come over yeah. time. You get polished. You keep training. And the moves come. Um, I told Rain, I, there's a lot of charisma in there. Mm-hmm. She's just got to let that out. And 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 I think she will. Uh, her manager, I think this was... I, I, yeah, I this could was be her wrong. first time. First ever yeah. at an indie show. Not just managing. Like, first time ever going to one. Right. Um, and, uh, I think, uh, Rain told me that she was like, this was, it was amazing. It was electric. Like it was a rush. And I'm like, yeah, it's all those things. And that can hit you at, at once. And, um, I feel, I, I didn't get a chance to talk to any of them. Sorry. Um, so I don't mean this is like backseat fucking driving or whatever, but like, I think you can't put too much on someone just new because when it all hits them, um, and it comes crashing down. Uh, it can be overwhelming. And it hurts inside. Yes, thank dun, you. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, it can just be overwhelming to dun, people dun, 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 in a positive dun. way. <laughs> no, I, look, it, uh, you have to start somewhere. And this is one of the matches I was talking about. Maybe not great, but it showed that there was a lot of potential in each of them. Yeah, right. And that's it. And that's what we're here to do. Like That's where nurturing talent and cultivating talent. Mm. That's where it happens. You have to start somewhere. Um, I don't know about you. Well... I was always just fantastic. Yeah. In the ring and as a performer. But you, 10 matches in, you know, you weren't very good. I, I'm still not very good. <laughs> not not everybody in. is a fucking prodigy. That, I mean, I was incredible. You, brother, <laughs> you fucking trained uh, a lot of lucha. I opened a know. school at three weeks in the business. <laughs> yeah, you trained Rey Mysterio. None of us None of us were good 10 matches in. And I'm None not of like, us were good 10 months in. Elena Black has a good look, has a nice gimmick. I like the shit with Are you the hitting cards. on her? No, no. <laughs> with, with the cards and stuff. <laughs> like, that was all, like, really good stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it was what it was, but... I'm not mad about it. I, I think there, like you said, there's potential in there. You just, it takes time for that stuff to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had Shotzi Blackheart, Lanny Luck. That was uh, really good. I told Lanny Luck, I was like, man, you've gotten really good. Yeah. Like, Lanny, well, okay, you look at Lanny Luck when NWL, like when she was doing those early NWL matches as Amber Lynn. She was fine, mm-hmm. but 
she's way better now. Like she's oh, yeah. improved. Like you know, and she's put in hard work. You just have to put in hard work, and she's put in a lot of hard work. Uh, and like a lot of rolls and reps, and she's yeah, doing it. And she did that was a really good match. Shotzi, I had never seen Shotzi until the journey stuff she's mm-hmm. doing, and she impressed me. Yeah, shout out to my good friend Gabe. Love what you're doing out there. <laughs> It's funny because you shit on Gabe earlier. Ah, oh, <laughs> I was hoping you'd forgotten about that. Fine. Um, no, she did great. Uh, Shotzi, I've been really impressed with her. They had a great match. Yeah, uh, I got to see the first half of it. it was bell really to good. bell, whole thing was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thank Shotzi for doing the podcast with Greg for the pre-party. Since we didn't have a match, it was difficult to, uh, you know, to have the. Like, we needed something in yeah. there, and she. she and I felt did. that was special enough that it warranted people coming. Right. It wasn't right. just oh, here's open doors. Everybody's selling merch. Yeah. Like what you talked about earlier. Yeah. You never want to have just that. Yep. So then that rolls us into the main event: Kimberly versus Alley Cat. I want to start this one by saying, Alley Cat, if you're listening, I know you broke our beer pong table. So uh, that happened. We know that well, happened. I watched it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that beer pong table cost twenty five grand. So I'll be hitting you up uh, for that money. I mean, she's a millionaire now. Yeah. So uh, good match. Like uh, Kimberly, really good match. Kimberly has been one of my favorite female wrestler wrestlers in general for a while. I really enjoyed her stuff in Chikara before she went to NXT. I really liked her in the May Young Classic. I've always thought Kimberly was a great wrestler. So she was like the no when when I decided to do this like I really want to try to get Kimberly yeah Kimberly and Callie Ray were like I wanted these are the two I want to kind of like build the event around yeah and uh, <clears throat> you know Alley Cat's another one we met Alley Cat in Texas yep a long time ago and and she sucked no you know I always like when <laughs> when her. <laughs> Her and Lanny Luck tagged once in Texas. I, I couldn't tell you who they worked. I think they were like the blonde something. The blonde tribe or something. I remember liking like their characters because they're both blonde. Well, but <laughs> they, We get it. But they uh, their match was better than I thought it would be then. Yeah. But Alley Cat's another one who's put in a lot of hard work. A lot mm-hmm. of miles. And she's gotten really good. She's gotten yeah, very absolutely. good. Yeah, and these guys, like these girls, <laughs> carried a main event on the Anarchy show, and they got a little hardcore with chairs and shit. So, yeah. it, and a big win for Alley Cat, mm-hmm. and uh, you know she had talked about in her promo how a lot of people from Texas would always rave about Anarchy, and we've had a lot of Texas talent on our show. So, mm-hmm. you know, for her to get the main event, hopefully she, you know, hopefully maybe it meant a little something to her. Probably and, not. <laughs> And she did a, uh, she did a great job. Yeah, both were fantastic. And um, uh, this match actually, I'm gonna pull back the curtain. Allie doesn't want me to tell this story, but I'm <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Allie has always, has confessed that she always looked up to Kimberly, and um, that this is the match that she wanted to have with Kimberly, and she was super excited it happened, and super excited it went this way, and I was like. I was watching this. I watched this whole main event, and it was fucking good. Like I'm, I'm. They got me rocking and rolling. When Kimberly starts like just chopping her back to the ropes, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Throw them. The, the throw scared, that thunder. The scaredy cat thing. That was fun. Was yeah. Fun. Like it had a lot of good deep elements to it. Like mm-hmm. it was a good main work. event. It had, yeah, it had it was some absolute... time to it. They, 
like they paced it well, like mm-hmm. they spread out like what I call the fireworks part of matches. Like yeah. they, they spread that out well. That's yeah. And uh they're both good. They're, yeah. they're not only are they good wrestlers, and this is gonna sound weird, but they're very competent wrestlers. Right. It's not just okay, well, this, this, and this, boom. Yeah, you know they let mean? things breathe. Yeah. Very it was a good main event match. Yeah, it was a good main event anarchy match. Right. So, I mean, I guess in closing, this is like we I teased, uh, I don't know if you've even looked at social media today, you pretty much came, woke up and came right over here to woke record. Up as a, woke up is a funny, t- is a funny word. I, I honestly have been staying off for Endgame spoilers. Okay, so, so I teased the thing that we would, it's not, this isn't like an announcement, but I've already seen people talking about uh, Indergender Show, and I will say this, if we, if May and July both go well, like if we were able to do how we did how we've been doing which is i mean every show has been good last night i mean we we when we did the podcast that came out wednesday um i had said you know tickets aren't really where i want them to be mm-hmm. well i also said i can be pessimistic <laughs> and this was one of those times where you know after that podcast like i don't think the podcast did anything to help no, sell the God, but no. but in that stretch of time i mean it really rallied yeah. and i had a ticket goal and we did. We walked. We walked in with it, like right. Well, no, I mean, I always have a walk-in goal. Yeah. And we did hit our. We kind of hit our walk-in goal. We were about four away the morning of, mm-hmm. but by the time I got to the venue at two, we were there. Yeah. So we sold them during the day of the show. So mm-hmm. we we kind of hit it. Okay. But anyway, I always have a walk-in goal, and then I have an overall goal of what I'd like to see. Yeah. Um. We ended up doing 15 over what I wanted it to be. So 15 people more than what I hope. I, mean, I always hope it sells the fuck out. But yeah. I, I go in with realistic or even sometimes lower expectations. Pessimistic. Right. And we did 15 over what I wanted. So okay. Which was 20? What? Yeah, so we had 20 people there. 25, <laughs> yeah, 35 people. So what I'm saying is if May goes well and July goes well, we will do an intergender show in October. And I'm wrestling Victoria. You heard him say it. <laughs> so, you know, spread the word. Or if you listen to this today, we'll, I'll throw it out on social media at some point. But Now let's focus on Hogwild. If, if Hogwild and Circus Maximus do what they should, we will do an all-intergender wrestling show in October in Spalding Hall. I think that'd be a lot of fun. October or November? October. Okay. So we would do like how we usually do every other month. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so we'd just we, be back we, with Greg. Yeah, yeah, we would yeah. add a show in October and do the intergender show. Yeah. And uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. So we'll see how things go in May and July. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll be revisiting this. Uh, so I do want to close on this. It's, Promoting Hogwild? Well, we'll close. Oh, we'll promote Hogwild first, then we'll close on this. Okay. So Hogwild, May 24th. Uh, it's a Friday, back in Spalding, obviously. Uh, hogwild.bpt.me for tickets. You got that shit down, don't you? Uh, yep. <laughs> we have limited front row left. I don't know how many exactly, because we've sold like four since yesterday. No. So I, I need to look, but it, the front row is getting low. Um, if I so remember yeah. right, we have five to seven left, I want to say at most. Uh, probably seven. Okay. Uh, but I'll have to look. Mm. I don't know. Uh, There's also the packages. Anyway, yeah, yeah, keep going. Well, the packages are over. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, anyway, yes. All right, so I want to talk about uh, Big Bad Ben, just to close this. We did the moment of silence yesterday. Um, It is no secret 
<laughs> that, and I, I I'm not gonna joke around doing this, but there is there's no secret that the inner circle or you know people that were real close to him do not like us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had debated during the day, like, do we want to do a ten bell? Do we want to do anything? Yeah, because for me. I me and Big Bad Ben were always cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did have a falling out when we quit working for GCW. We talk about that in our Origins podcast. Yeah, but it was a long time ago. We and you did. made up since then. Well, I there I had thought that Big Bad Ben was the bad guy in a situation that Big Bad Ben wasn't the bad guy in. Yeah, and I had actually messaged him the last time we ever spoke uh, years ago, and I had told him, "Hey." Um, I think I was wrong. Turns out the people I thought were decent people don't seem to be. And I think you kind of got caught into that and you got heat from me that you didn't deserve. So I apologized for it. He said, you know, it's cool. We talked a minute. It's the last time we ever talked. So me and him weren't close. Yeah. And most of his friends and people who were close to him did not like us. Yes. But it doesn't take away, even if I didn't like Ben, which I'm not saying that, I I did like Ben, but it doesn't take away from what he did as a promoter in this area. He brought a high-quality wrestling show to this area. Yeah. Back when he started, like when MRW became GCW, there was only South Broadway and RCW, mm-hmm. which and maybe other names may, that we don't even know of, yeah. but it was mo- those were like the two that I remember. Yeah, and we know what I think of South Broadway and RCW. So he brought the quality wrestling show at that time, and for years he was the only one. So he deserves credit for that, mm-hmm. and and we, for what he did for us. Right, he gave us a chance yeah. and he gave us multiple shows a month when mm-hmm. we weren't getting multiple shows a month and you know I went ahead and we did the moment of silence because mm-hmm. I wanted to save the 10 bell salute like for Dynamo and for you know cuz they were the ones that were you know close to him. Yeah. So but I want I felt we he we needed to do he something, something because he he offered the area a lot of good wrestling. Mm-hmm. So and he offered us a chance. Right. So I guess we'll just close it with rest in peace, Big Bad Ben. Thank you for everything. <laughs>